The Great and Majestic Sobek. A fantastic male entity of the Egyptian mythology. The Raging God, or even the Green Plume or some epithets among many others related to this significant divinity quite frightening in appearance. But he highly epitomizes the might of Egyptian pharaohs. Sobek was among the oldest deities named in the pyramid texts inscribed on millennial walls of Egyptian tombs as being the ancient crocodile god of the Nile. He was depicted as having a strong body of a man with the head of a callous crocodile wearing the custom double crown of a mun, symbolizing divine authority. This majestic headdress featuring the horns of a ram wrapped by two cobras, plus the solar disc flanked by tall illustrious plumes was in fact only reserved for the most important figures in Egypt. According to some accounts, Sobek was praised as the one who rose out of the primeval dark waters of creation, the lord of the floating islands, and was honored all over as the god of water. He was believed to have created the Nile River from unleashing godly amount of his sweat onto the dry desert of Egypt. It is said that the newly created river flowed and brought along the green vegetation which sprouted alongside the Nile, and because he was capable of creating this great source of life which brought wealth and prosperity to ancient Egyptians, Sobek came to be worshipped as the god controller of these waters also due to the aquatic qualities of crocodiles, and the fertility of the soil to what he was often associated with. The Nile River at the time was known as to have been the natural habitat of aggressive and fearsome creature of all kinds, and Sobek being the god from whom originated this river, and having total dominion over these waters led him to be perceived by the Egyptians as an even more terrifying entity. Which then turned out as a symbol of virility and consequently of reproductive ability. Sobek was the son of Neith, a prime creator and a terrifying archetypal goddess of war who embodied the primordial waters of creation. Although he was known to have had an overtly sexual drive, there is not concrete evidences of Sobek having fathered any child because in most myth he remained childless, which is quite ironic regarding the relationship he bears with fertility and virility. Based on the myth, one of his consorts was Renanitet, the nurturing snake goddess protector of the harvest and pharaohs, but surprisingly never bore him a child. Another of his wives was Hather, an Egyptian goddess though heavily associated with fertility also never conceived him anything. With that being said, I'm pretty sure that most of us would find it strange this peculiar sequence of circumstances, to think that such personification of virility could not have a descendance especially with female entities related to fertility and nurturing. Even when we take a look to the origin of his name, the meaning of Sobek in Egyptian has been debated among scholars for years, but many believe that it is derived from a causative of the verb to impregnate. Among the people he was known as the lord of the seamen capable of taking any woman from their husbands whenever he wished according to his desires. So for such a prominent figure to have no children especially considering who Sobek actually was, is truly a mystery. The great Sobek was worshipped and appreciated for the gift of vegetation gained from the fertile soil nourished by the impressive river Nile. However, he was also deeply feared. He is above anything else an animalistic deity living up to the vicious reputation of his patron animal, which is the large and violent West African crocodile. One of the principal man-eating creatures known and greatly feared by the ancient Egyptians. Because of his reptilian nature, and the crocodile imagery linked to him makes an allusion to his ability to attack and kill with such ferocity, quick movements and speed. Therefore, Sobek was an unpredictable deity who operated from a place of natural instinct, 
with an aggressive and violent behavior earning him an association with chaos. Sobek was believed to have helped establishing divine order in ancient Egypt. A myth mentioned in the coffin texts tells how the goddess Isis was once angered by the disobedient behavior of her son Horus, but the origin of this rage is not fully explained. So in order to teach him a lesson, Isis pinned her son down with a spell and deprived him from the use of both his hands, she cut them off and threw them into the depths of the river Nile. Rendering Horus handless and unable to rule. However, the all-seeing sun Ra was observing from the sky above, and thought that Horus having his hands removed was unfair, furthermore the way Isis handled this matter was completely unjustified. Ra then ordered Sobek to retrieve the hands of his fellow falcon god from the river. At first, he was unable to find the hands on his own as they sank deep towards the bottom of the Nile, it was not until he devised a clever trap that he dredged along the bottom that he finally caught something. When he looked into the trap which was in reality the first fishing net ever invented and used, Sobek found the hands along with thousands of teeming fishes of chaos known by the Egyptians to have appeared from the disorder of the primordial waters. As an entity that was regularly eating fish of the river, Sobek contributed in his own way of maintaining order by freeing the river Nile from their chaotic influence, and became the patron god of fishermen thereafter. The hands of Horus were ultimately given back to him, and the sun god Ra was satisfied knowing that order has been restored, and chaos defeated. On other occasions, it was not a surprise to have Sobek counted among the enemies of divine order. In fact many Egyptians had a very hard time worshipping a figure that basically inspired death, as crocodiles could carelessly eat anything that could meet their destructive path, not to mention that having them as pets was absolutely unsafe for the owners. But since ancient Egyptians were so scared of this massive destructive force of nature, some of them went along with the cult of crocodile to be on the good side of the god, but were swiftly getting rid of them behind the scenes. Several myths tell of his insatiable appetite like mentioned by a spell in the coffin text referring to Sobek as the fierce rebel. He was so greedy that he even gobbled down some parts of the dismembered body of the god Osiris which floated by the river when his brother Seth disposed of them. And to have disregarded Osiris in a such shameful way, he was punished by having his tongue removed, and from their fourth crocodiles were frequently depicted with no tongues at all. This myth brings us to another fact worth mentioning, which probably fueled his relationship with chaos, worsening the perception ancient Egyptians had for him. Sobek was often identified with Seth, the slayer of Osiris and arguably the god of chaos of the Egyptian mythology. Some accounts would even say that Sobek was the son of Seth or the embodiment of the crocodile form of Seth. Though being related to the enemy of Osiris, the popularity of Sobek was not diminished however, but continued to grow as his name started to be attached to some royalties of Egypt. Therefore, his representations became more and more pleasant to the Egyptians. The earliest accounts of Sobek relate him to have made his first appearance in the time of the Old Kingdom, in the ancient Egyptian city of Shedyet, often referred to as Crocodilopolis by the Greeks, which basically means City of the Crocodile, and located within the region of Fayum. In this city, Sobek was worshipped religiously and people would often wear amulets and jewelries with crocodile themes graved on them, and little statues were common household items for good fortune. In Crocodilopolis, 
The cult of Sobek was absolute that even the Greeks and Romans paid him homage through worship and by making offerings at his temples. This situation of major importance the god occupied in the city inevitably conferred him the title Lord of Fayum, the most prominent form of the god. A special shrine dedicated to him was built in Crocodilopolis, and all his temples erected throughout Egypt had huge grounds of sand, housing lakes and pools containing crocodiles considered sacred by the people. Among those living within the city of the god, a particular crocodile stood out for his imposing size, and was called the son of Sobek. In contrary to the others, this crocodile was worshipped as a manifestation of Sobek himself and was adorned with precious jewels, gemstones and gold. The son of Sobek was fed the most refined food found in the city, which included meat, beverage like wine and milk with honey. When the reptile died, the animal received a royal burial, was mummified then eventually replaced by another crocodile. Sobek was mainly worshipped in areas where the Nile crocodiles were abundant and also dangerous predators. So the people who worked nearby the Nile River had good reason to fear crocodiles for their lives, as well as respecting them for what they represent. Any places with open waters that reptiles may inhabit always rose great concern for those living in the vicinity. Thus the cult of Sobek was extensive along the Nile Valley but was particularly prominent in the fertile region of Fayum. Although crocodiles were seen as earthly embodiment of Sobek and were revered because of that, there is something that people hardly talk about regarding the relationship shared between Egyptians and these reptiles, which has not always been that of a worship. While in some parts of Egypt, crocodiles were perceived as living incarnations of the god, elsewhere they were absolutely disregarded and hunted at sight. Some Egyptians would even be celebrated if they succeed on slaying the dangerous reptile. Sobek was revered in the Old Kingdom most often depicted as a crocodile-headed man, and occasionally in the form of a typical crocodile. But he truly gained prominence in the time of the Middle Kingdom, most notably under the 12th dynasty pharaoh, Amenemhat III, who had taken a particular interest regarding the city of Fayum, and along with his contemporaries engaged into extensive building projects honoring Sobek which were realized in the most important city of the region. It was during this period that the god went through several major changes concerning his appearance. His depiction went from that of a mere reptile, to that of a hybrid falcon-headed crocodile because Egyptians would sometimes merge him with Horus, the falcon god of divine royalty. This fusion with Horus added a finer level of complexity to the god's nature, and later brought him even closer to the kingship of Egypt, thereby giving him a place of greater prominence in the Egyptian pantheon, as he was adopted into the divine triad of gods including Horus, Isis and Osiris. Having first acquired a role as a solar divinity through his connection to Horus, from the New Kingdom onward this connection was further strengthened in later periods when a god named Sobekra emerged. This newer god is characterized as a crocodile adorned with a sun disk and tall plumes around his head, and which gained prominence during the last dynasty of Egypt. In his identity of Sobekra, often regarded as another manifestation of the primary sun god, Sobek was believed to have had influence in the underworld as well as he could enliven the senses of the dead and give them sight. The prestige of both Sobek and Sobekra reached during this period attained greater prominence, both through the expansion of his dedicated sites of worship, and through concerted efforts to make him the subject of a religious doctrine.
In the Ptolemaic and Roman Egypt, a local monograph called the Book of the Fayum, focuses exclusively on Sobek with a considerable portion devoted to the journey made by Sobekra each day with the movement of the sun through the sky. The integral connection between the Fayum and Sobek is highlighted via this text, and his far-reaching influence is seen in places that are outside the Fayum as well. The text also heavily relates the central role of Sobek in creation as a manifestation of Ra, as he is believed to have risen from the primordial waters of Lake Moeris, not unlike the Ogdode in the traditional creation myth of Hermopolis. Outside the Temple of Fayum, the Greco-Roman period Temple of Kamambo in southern Egypt was the biggest center of Sobek. A sanctuary of a large number of crocodiles, and a cult center jointly dedicated to Horus the Elder and Sobek. It was common practice in ancient Egypt, for crocodiles to be preserved as mummies and presented at the cultic centers of the god. Their eggs have equally been found throughout Egyptian temples, because they were also offered to him for emphasizing the cyclical nature of his solar attributes as Sobekra. Likewise, crocodiles were raised on religious grounds as living incarnations of Sobek. Ancient Egyptians believed that if they treated crocodiles like family pets, they would receive blessings from Sobek. Therefore, upon their deaths they were mummified in a grand ritual displaying them as sacred, but mostly as the earthly manifestations of their patron god. Some accounts recorded that any person killed by a crocodile in the district of Crocodilopolis was deemed to be divine, and as such, the victims were embalmed and buried in sacred coffins after being given a special funeral conducted by Nile priests. In the tombs of Egypt, mummified crocodiles have been found carrying their babies in their mouth and back. This is a proof that these animals are one of the few reptiles existing in nature that diligently care for their young and would transport them in this manner. The practice of preserving this aspect of the animal's behavior via mummification is likely intended to emphasize the protective and nurturing aspects of the fierce deity, while highlighting the duality aspect of crocodile. The Egyptians saw that these reptiles have the ability to cause massive damage, but they also thought that if crocodiles care so much for their young, perhaps Sobek could be the protector of kings and the Egyptian people similar to the way a crocodile protects its offspring, by lovingly looking after them. The people of ancient Egypt worshipped Sobek in order to appease both him and crocodiles in general but also to ensure the fertility of their people and vegetation. Considering the fierce and well-deserved reputation of reptiles, it stands to reason that Sobek was an influential god throughout the history of the kingdoms. He is mentioned in the pyramid texts as the protector of the Egyptian pharaohs and their armies. His strength and courage were their source for overcoming obstacles, so it only makes sense that he was worshipped by legions of Egyptian armies for his ferocity. Sobek also protected them from destructive magic and ill-willed sorcery. The ancient Egyptians could not help but to be in admiration and fear of crocodiles, just as many people are still today. If you've enjoyed the video don't forget to subscribe, leave me a comment and share. In case you have anything else you want to talk about, let me know in the comments below. And as always, stay curious.